Here's another outside the box, thinking beyond the immediate crisis. Today's topic is Immigration Solutions. In a previous Outside the Box, I talked about the open borders movement as a way to address the immigration crisis. If people had the right to travel freely and were not restricted from living where they wanted to, there might be less conflict over immigration. Open borders is not the only way to address the root causes of the immigration conflict. Here are a few other ways to tackle the situation. There can be changes in the maximum number of legal immigrants accepted into the U.S. 1.18 million came in 2016, according to Wikipedia, almost half of which were relatives of current citizens. The number of immigrants has averaged about a million per year for the last 30 years. Distribution of immigrants by country, no more than 7% from any one nation, has limited the legal number from Mexico in particular. Even though the U.S. has the largest number of immigrants, about 47 million, it's only 14% of the population. Other countries have a higher percentage, such as Canada at 22%, Australia at 28%, and Saudi Arabia at 31%. We could handle a lot more, if we wanted to. And studies show that legalizing the undocumented would benefit the economy, including even low-wage workers. U.S. trade and economic policies are damaging or even destroying the economies of other countries, by undercutting locally-based economies and programs to provide basic needs to populations. This forces especially rural people off their land and toward immigration to the U.S., especially from Mexico and Central America. NAFTA and CAFTA, North American and Central American Free Trade Agreements, have allowed U.S. farmers to dump cheap corn and other crops in Mexico and Central America, wiping out local farmers. U.S. corporations have taken over natural resources, pushing many off traditional lands. Structural adjustment debt has reduced or eliminated basic services and health. People are desperate enough to leave when the economy sucks and there are no services for those suffering as a result. Another reason to migrate U.S. agents have manipulated elections to benefit U.S. corporate interests in the wealthy in Mexico and Central America, such as the recent tainted election in Honduras, where a right-wing president was re-elected with U.S. support, despite claims of massive fraud. Almost half of the guns used to terrorize people in Central American countries originate in the U.S., according to Insight Crime. Some of those guns came back to Honduras from U.S.-originated gangs. If we tighten gun laws to keep guns from going to drug cartels and gangs, there would be less of a need for Central Americans to seek asylum from threats of violence. The U.S. is also a final destination for drugs that come from Central American cartels, which are terrorizing people throughout the region. A different approach to drug policy might reduce the need for immigration. U.S. support for governments that work with the cartels or tolerate them should end as well.
Finally, some migrants come here just because the U.S. standard of living offers a more livable wage. More economic and less military aid to Mexico, Central America, and other countries might reduce economic desperation and the need to leave. As I said in the previous Outside the Box, most people come to the U.S. out of desperation and necessity, part of which we create with our economic and political policies towards other nations. In other words, it's our own damn fault that we have so many people wanting or needing to come to the U.S. Would you support the solutions I described, increasing the number of immigrants allowed into the U.S., changing trade policies and eliminating trade agreements, ending U.S. cooperation with election fraud, reducing gun supplies and violence, a different drug policy, and more economic aid to struggling countries as a way to address the current immigration crisis? I'm Larry Danzinger, ready to support any and all of these possible solutions. (laughs) ¶¶